0: You are listening to the Cattle Call podcast. This is the place where computer-aided design and drafting meets humor and practicality, with a touch of business acumen thrown in for fun. Jim and Rocco, the owners of Zentech Consultants, the premier U.S. technology consulting firm for architecture, engineering, construction, and manufacturing, discuss the fascinating world of CAD with some humor and some honesty. the Cattle Call Podcast. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Cattle Call Podcast with Jim and Rocco from Zentech Consultants. I am Jim. And I am Rocco. At least for today. So we'll go with that. So how are you doing this morning, Rocco? Well, you're assuming that they're listening to the podcast
1: in the morning. What if it's evening?
0: it's morning somewhere it's always morning somewhere it's 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 like drink o'clock it's always drink o'clock somewhere dude it's true (laughs) you know you just got to roll with these things so what can you do i'm not that smart a guy i just assume hey it's morning for me it's morning for everybody so it's all good no one's gonna mind they realize we're just not that smart so (laughs) there is
1: there, there, there is a guy that i know every time you see him he says good morning Regardless of what time of day it is. Good morning. <laughs>
0: good morning. Midnight. Good morning. It's morning somewhere. I like it. My kind of person. Uh, so good. So what are we doing today? Oh, so today we're talking about uh, innovation in 2D CAD and whether or not there is any. All right. So that's a good thing. All right. So yeah, like I said, so today uh, the plan is we're going to talk about the 2D CAD world. Um, it's the oldest and, and the most widely used aspect of the CAD world. Uh, But the question that we really want to try and answer today is, has it been left behind? Um, Is there still an important place for the 2D stuff? And who, if anybody, is actually working those tools, right? And you know, we're working with those to make them, you know, simpler and faster and better to use. Um, So I think first, you know, let's understand what we're talking about here, right? When when I say 2D, I, I mean that, I mean exactly that. Uh, talking about, you know, planar level drafting with, with no 3D modeling involved at all, right? You know, I'm not talking about, you know, BIM hybrids or 2D construction plans that are extracted from the design models. Uh, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about good old-fashioned 2D drafting work, right? Lines and, and arcs and circles and text and, you know, maybe even some dimensions just thrown in for fun, yeah, you know, all, all the stuff that ancient old cavemen like me began carving back into cave walls, you know, way back when the dinosaurs still roamed the earth and I went to college on one. Um, you know, we want to discuss the need for it and the tools that are doing it best in the modern 3 d world of CAD, right? So that's the plan for today. So Rocco, right? Tell, tell us about the market here. I mean, are are there folks out there still using plain old 2D drafting or has everyone... You know, begun making that move to the three D and virtual design formats.
1: No, it all it all depends on what you're doing, right? I mean, but there's there's still plenty of folks that are that are on on two D, um, and plenty that are struggling to go to three D because uh, they're kind of they kind of feel like they're they're being forced into it, or or the market's driving it and then there are those uh let's say the the a lot of the youngsters who just start out in 3d so Mm -hmm. it's it's kind of all over the map but but 2d is definitely still uh still alive and and kicking that's for sure
0: okay all right cool so right so there's still a bunch of folks out there uh who are using you know nothing but 2d right i see that all the time with our clients here at centech um you know so the thing is that they they know the 2D systems that they're working in and, and they can get their work done in, you know, half the time of fighting their way through 3D designs, um, you know, and it's really, it's the base process working in, in the 2D world. It's the base process for creating construction documents, right? You know, I mean, at the end of the day, 3D models are still extracting 2D construction plans, you know, for, for the jobs to actually be built from, right? So, you know, 2D is obviously, it's it's still in demand. All right. But what that's going to leave us with here is the question of innovation, right? Are there new tools in this space, or you know, are we kind of stuck with what we've had for decades in, in the two D CAD world? Um, I think you know the issue that we run up against as an industry is you know that the, the traditionally big players in this market have practically abandoned the two D CAD system for, for more than a decade now. Um, you know they've shifted all their development focus and have steered the industry really toward the you know the holy grail of 3D and BIM modeling, right? Now, is that a bad thing? No. I mean I, I you know we've talked about this before on the podcast. I think that BIM and 3D are are vital components of the design world. Right? They have a really important place in this industry. But I don't think that the big name software developers are actively moving us that way for the benefit of the industry or for making our job easier. Uh, but more for the benefit of their own stock prices um, you know on average a 3d CAD system costs more than double the price of its 2d counterpart right not only that but but there's been I think a concerted effort in that area of, of 3d CAD systems to modularize um, and what I mean by that is is that these big developers they they break their tools down into industry specific modules that don't interact very well together right in order to force you to buy more software systems right now and I know I know what I sound like right I sound like I'm that paranoid old guy down the street wearing his tinfoil hat right um but do but you actually have a tinfoil hat I tin? have a collection of tinfoil hats they all hang on my wall it's just You, I wear different ones for different days in which space aliens are trying to control me so, wow. <laughs> so <laughs> alright alright wise guy don't you interrupt <laughs> me <laughs> Lucky for you, I'm wearing my Rocco mind control hat today, so you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> oh goodness, now, but but really, in all honesty, though, it does. It seems to me that the you know the, the software developer, these uh, software developers, they, they don't really want you working in the base 2D systems at all because they cost less, right? Um, and, and and I think the problem is, you know, that that if you're good with those 2D systems, you can really do every single industry with equal facility. It doesn't matter if you're doing architecture or civil or structural or electrical. In 2D, we can all work in one system and do our work if we really want to, right? So my my paranoid, you know, aluminum foil hat wearing self has to ask, is that the real reason why there has been zero improvement from major software houses on the 2D side for so many years, right? So Rocco, what, what do you get from... Our clients on this topic right i mean do they feel like they're being ignored for using the 2d tools regularly and that they're being forced toward the 3d modeling world against their will or do you find that most folks are in favor of the change and see that as a good thing
1: i think it depends on the industry and what they're doing but in in general i mean if you take architecture for example you know you have a, a lot of smaller firms or or folks that have been around for um for a lot longer who do feel like they're being pressured into moving to to 3d i mean i i get all the time you know yeah we're, we're really seeing a lot of, of revit files and you know we're, we're kind of being forced to learn revit it's not what we want to do right now but if we want to you know move ahead um we need to to learn revit so at some level i do feel like they're being forced into it i i think from from the manufacturing standpoint um I think that industry's been on on 3D for many many years now, mm-hmm. um, so they're they've kind of adapted to it. I, I think they they've moved more quickly into into 3D. But uh, I, yeah, at some level, I, I think that that folks are being pushed into um and into 3D. Right. And I, and I think the learning curve is also. I think folks who are just getting into learning CAD, um, it, it's it's definitely more complex to learn. 3d than it is 2d you you can you can kind of correct my my thought if i'm wrong there but what what do you think from that aspect no
0: i think you're absolutely correct i mean there's you know in in 2d it's it's a little bit more intuitive to the way that people think right when we we talk and we're showing people stuff what do we do we sketch right from the time we're little kids we draw you know little figures in the sand you know to show people how to do a football player what we're trying to do you know 2d sketching it's it's part of the human psyche i think it's kind of native to what we do um, you know, and I think the three D is is a completely different mindset. And I think you, yeah, I think your point was a really good one that you know, in the manufacturing space, it's a different thing. And I think it works better, and 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 is not as problematic uh, in the manufacturing space because a lot of the manufacturing happens in the office, in the facility, where everybody has the computers and the models and the and the wherewithal to actually get everything and do everything they need with the CNC and, and, and so on, in one location. And I think in the AEC world is, is where we really see the dramatic difference, right? Because you can't take and effectively build with those 3D models. You know, not, not yet, right? We've, we've talked about that in previous setups. Um, until someone builds you know, the, the rollout flat screen that we can take and just wipe off out in the mud and the rain, we still have to depend on 2D paper documents to build from. So I think that's where there's a big difference. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I kind of see the same thing that you do, right? There are a lot of people who aren't ready to make that move. Um, you know, so it leads me to ask, right? So if, 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 you know, the, the users aren't always ready to make the move from 2D to 3D, right? And, and they know, or, or at least they suspect if they're like me, that they're being forced into working in a mode that really isn't best for them, right? Why are they working consistently in the, in the big name software systems, right? You know, why aren't they either Raising a huge stink with those companies, or moving to a different CAD system. Um, well, you know, I think number one that that raising a, a big stink doesn't really help them. Um, you know, when one developer holds what is essentially a monopoly over this entire industry, and they do here in the U.S., right? Um, you know, they really don't care too much about the needs of their clients. Uh, you know, their their primary concern is their own profitability, right? Um, and and the only answer to kind of address that stance is, is really the answer to the second half of my question, right? Why not move to another CAD system, right? And and I think that's the real issue here. Um, you know, for decades now, right, that, that that big name player in the US, I'm trying to be nice and not name people, but you all know who I'm talking about. Uh, you know, the big CAD player here in the US market has been buying up and shutting down any smaller competitor in order to preserve their monopoly, right? You know, they, they've even actively worked to prevent good 2D tools that they you know from they picked up from those purchases of smaller companies from making their way into their own widespread systems, right? to push you towards that 3D business model. Right? So what does a company do then, right? You know, where can we find actual innovation in, in 2D drafting in that type of environment? Right? That's the big question. So if you all stick around and we'll tell you how when we come back after this quick word, from today's sponsor. We'll be back in just a minute with more of the Cattle Call podcast. Today's Cattle Call podcast is being brought to you by BricsCAD, the latest and greatest CAD software out there on the market today. It's growing by leaps and bounds. And the beauty of it is that BricsCAD allows you to use all of your current drawing files, all of the uh, CAD commands and macros and features and Lisp routines and customizations and configurations that you've already developed right without any transition your people can be up and running in brickscad in a matter of hours all right so to help you make that transition here at zentex one of the things that we've done is we have actually created a make the move to brickscad program to help you move from your autodesk based platform over into brickscad with minimal time and risk and investment and rocco is going to tell you all about it rocco
1: i'm going to tell you all about it well there's a great deal of information that's available uh, right on our website it's zentechconsultants.net um, you can reach out to us at sales at zentechconsultants.net or give us a call 866-824-4459 uh, but yeah that's that's the core um, idea behind it Jim if you're if you're an AutoCAD user and you're looking to make the move to BricsCAD, we're, we're here to help help make any e- an easier transition for you so check us out let us know how we
0: can help you perfect answer BricsCAD the smartest CAD system on the market today. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Cattle Call Podcast. All right, so Rocco, you know me. I always feel better when I have numbers to back up my arguments, even when they're crazy paranoid arguments with aluminum hats. So let's take a look at the maths (laughs) for the state of the CAD world, right? And let listeners decide if I'm right or just some crackpot conspiracy guy. All right, so uh, well you're a crack pot, that's for sure. Well, that's just my native nature, you know. I can't get, you can't get away from who you are. So <laughs> <laughs> So, based on some info that I pulled from uh, Statista and JB Knowledge Base, all right? Here's some numbers that, that I think kind of tie into what I'm trying to say here. So, 2D, right? Just straight 2D CAD software sales in 2019 were 2.1 billion with a B dollars in the United States. That's a big market. Okay? 3D CAD software sales in the US in 2019 were $6.2 billion, right? Triple the amount, okay? Now, here's what's interesting about this, okay? 73% of construction projects make no use of BIM or 3D modeling in any way, right? Less than 9.7% of construction projects use 3D and BIM exclusively. Okay. 97% of all construction projects use 2D CAD designs in the United States. Okay. Over 70% of the design, of design build firms say 3D and BIM are not really needed for their work. Okay. Only 27% say that 3D and BIM is important to what they do. Okay, and yet, here's the thing that throws me, right? 86% of those design build firms say that 3D and BIM is the future of the industry. Okay, Okay. and and 91% of design build firms say that 2D CAD is vital to their daily work. Okay, so those, those are some really interesting numbers, right? So when you stop and look at that, right? So, you know, a whole lot of folks are still very tightly tied to the 2D CAD world. And a very limited number of folks see 3D as vital to their work. Yet overwhelmingly, right, when they're asked, they all say that the 3D is the future of the design world. And I have to stop and I have to ask why, okay? Is it possibly because they've been told that again and again and again and again, right? Is it that, you know, the 3D BIM is giving you better tools or is it better marketing that's driving that belief, right? Could it be because the 3D software market, while used in less than 10% of the real world jobs, accounts for triple the profits for the big software developers as do their their 2D CAD systems, Right? right? Less than 10% of the work, but they're getting triple the profits off of it. Okay, so now Rocco with my aluminum foil hat, you tell me, am I being paranoid here, or are we seeing a forced market by monopolistic companies who are increasing their own share prices? All right, what do you hear from the front lines, right, from our clients on this push towards 3D BIM? You know, are are people actually excited by the idea or are they just accepting that this is what they have to do?
1: Yeah, I think it's more the, the the latter half. I mean, I think they, they feel they realize that they're being pushed into it and they're, they it's 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 driven by their their customer base. I mean, most folks are, are followers, you know, they're and you find a larger firms particularly in architecture are, are adopting BIM and have been adopting BIM for a while and and and, and using the 3D technology. So they're they're really the leaders um but does everybody like the idea? Certainly not.
0: Right. And, and like I said, you know, don't get me wrong. Like I said in the beginning, I think that, that 3D and BIM are amazing tools. I'm, I'm a huge fan of both, right? But it is not the right answer for everything. And I don't think that phasing 2D out and eliminating upgrades and better tools in that environment help anyone other than those big companies. Um, all right. So I did promise that we had some answers on alternative 2D CAD tools, right? Systems that are actively improving their 2D CAD tool sets. Um, Now, you know, the truth of it is that there are uh, a number of really good new CAD systems that have hit the U.S. market over the last few years. Um, And the best of them are coming from overseas. They're not homegrown U.S. companies. Um, And I think the reason behind this is that these companies have grown large enough in their own, you know, regions of the world that they can't be easily bought out or shut down by large U.S. developers. Um, you know, these these guys have been actively building great tools for the design worlds, and, and they're moving into the U.S., and they're making really big headway into the CAD markets, particularly this 2D side. Um, you know, I mean, one of the biggest that comes to mind is, is BricsCAD, right? And they come from, I'm um, pretty sure it's Belgium, originally, right? And I think they were just recently in the last two years purchased in the U.S. here by Hexagon, right? And those are the folks who own like Leica Geosystems and Intergraph, so they're, they're not a small company in their own right. Um, you know, but Brickset has done a, a really killer job of adding some really powerful 2D drafting tool improvements that just don't exist in, in their large name competitors, right? I mean, in particular, and I think we've talked about this before, I'm, I'm a huge fan of their quad tool. Right? And, you know, that's basically, it's just like this heads up app that you can access with a right click of the mouse on any object or in any space that you're working in. And it gives you all the content specific editing tools you need for whatever you choose. All right, so you, know, you don't need to learn and remember where tools are or in the menu or on the ribbon. Just just right-click and you get these pop-ups that give you everything you need. Right? It even lets you change things like you know, layer, color, line types, and, and half a dozen other properties on the fly without you know, the need for toolbars and command lines and typing. All right? And I think that is the kind of update that people are looking for in the 2D CAD world. Right. I think that's what we, you know, people have been looking for for, like I said, the better part of a decade. So Rocco, you know, and and to be fair, right. And we sell BricsCAD here at at Zentech. Um, So you get to spend a good chunk of time talking to people who've downloaded the, the, the free trial of BricsCAD or they just purchased the software from us. What are their favorite features on the 2D side of things in BricsCAD?
1: You know, Jim, I don't know that it's necessarily a feature. I think it's it's a simplicity of the product. I think it's the similarity to AutoCAD in, in terms of look and feel. I mean, but if you're going to get down to specific features, it, it, it does drive back to the similarities of AutoCAD. I mean, you, you got the, the, uh, the L command for for, uh, for line, the M command for move um the the lisp uh auto lisp integration you have the the quad tool that you just um mentioned but uh, i i think uh, you know I, I you know it's it's funny because a lot of people start off the conversation after they downloaded the trial wow this this is this is autocad this is so similar to autocad you know so uh, the, for folks that are looking for uh, a less expensive perpetual based uh license structure Bricks CAD is the way to go and and I think that's one of the reasons why we sell and support it. Because we it it's a a fantastic
0: tool. Yeah, and and it is. It's like I said it is it's much simpler and it it does, you know, look and feel exactly the way people expect it to and they can kinda there's there's minimal learning curve. And like I said, you know, it's got the full list support and all that good stuff. So things like that I think are important when you're dealing with the two D CAD world, right? It's it's about consistency trying to keep it in, in you know, what is the traditional framework of how people do their day-to-day operations and then on top of it adding new and better features right you know i'm you know adding in, in in like artificial intelligence tools and, and other things um so yeah i mean but let, let's be fair right beyond um you know bricks there are other players out there in the 2d cad market right you got systems like you know zw cad and intellicad and they've both been around for a while um and they're both real solid systems and they, they put a small dent into the big developers in this market. Um, you know, they're really good 2D CAD products, both of them. Uh, but I think the, the reason they haven't gotten more headway is that they're low-priced options. You know, they, they just don't generate, from a business standpoint, I don't think they generate enough revenue uh, to, to let them actively develop their systems with, you know, a really robust set of new tools and AI features and so on that... that you know, a larger company like BricsCAD can do, right? Um, you know, and I really think that with that hexagon tie-in, we're going to see big growth in, in that BricsCAD market share, um, you know, along with a number of other players who are, are coming from outside of the U.S., right? Because I think they, they, they've developed their tool sets in, in a less, I guess it's not less competitive, it's, I'll make up a word, I'll call it less vulturistic <laughs> market, right? Uh, then we foster here, in America. You know, I think that, you know, Europe and Asia, um, you know, they have tighter controls over market comp- competition. And I think they do a, a, a better job of restricting monopolies uh, in much more intently than we do here in the US. So, and I think as a result, they get a much more robust and competitive marketplace, right? And, and in, a, in, in, a, in kind of a, a level playing field, right? Like that, right? Where you can't have one player who owns everything. Um the only way to really distinguish distinguish yourself uh, as a a player in, in the CAD world in those regions is by presenting a better product, okay? Um, and I see that a lot of those developers, you know coming from you know Australia and Canada and the UK, are, are really having a big boom here in in the American workplace. Um, and I think it's simply because they're offering a better product at lower prices, right, they're developing those tools that we all need in the 2D CAD world and because of their locations and the governments that they work under, they're protected from being bought out and shut down by bigger companies, you know, particularly US companies because of their, you know, government regulations in those nations. Um, So and, and honestly, I have to say that I think that in the long run, I think that that is good for those of us who are still working in the 2D CAD world, and let's face it, the numbers that we read through, right, what we went through, say that that's just about all of us, right? So that's the key, right? It's all about getting, you know, tools and companies that are bringing new stuff to the table, and there are a number of them out there, so you just need to do a little bit of looking. Um, Rocco, anything you want to throw on to that?
1: No. no. No?
0: Wow. No, I, I, I do have an idea, though, completely
1: off topic, though. Uh-oh. What's your yeah, idea? Going back going back to your tin hat, I, yeah. I think you should post a picture online of your you and your tin hat. Jimmy. I
0: don't think anybody ever wants to see a picture of me anyplace.
1: No, they do. They do. No.
0: My wife tells me I have a face for podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way it is, brother. <laughs> All right, crazy man. I think we'll wrap it up there and we'll catch you next time, folks, in the next episode of the Cattle Call Podcast. Alright everybody, today's cattle call was brought to you courtesy of Zentech Consultants. That's Rocco and I. Uh, Zentech Consultants works with design and manufacturing firms to help our clients purchase and implement the software that they need in these complex industries. Uh, We provide a single point of contact for clients to buy, develop, and learn the most vital software systems for your specific needs. Uh, Zentech strives to be your trusted technology partner from your initial needs all the way through long-term support and training for your entire staff. So Rocco, why don't you tell them how to reach out to Zentech?
1: All right, yeah, you can reach out to us through zentechconsultants.net. You can email us at sales at zentechconsultants.net, or you can even call us, 866-824-4459.
0: Excellent. We look forward to hearing from you all.